Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Australian survivor is a Hello everyone, Shannon Garcia getting you ready for our week two exit interview, singular exit interview for Australian Survivor Heroes vs. Villains. I got to talk to Sarah this week. I thought she was super fun. Just the one exit interview this week, but I'm trying to put them out as an individual podcast and not like tack things onto recaps. I just think that it gets inconsistent. So every week I'll be doing, hopefully if I get the exit interviews, the singular exit interview podcast as its own separate thing. So I spoke to Sarah. I felt like she gave a lot of clarity to some of the decisions made last night and the relationships that she had. So this was a great one. And thank you for checking it out. 
Obviously, the middle episode this week was a non-elimination and then Rogue did not make herself available for exit interviews. I will say that she did an interview with Tenplay, a written interview that you can read where she did apologize for her comments to Nina, if anyone wants to check that out as well. So thank you guys for being here, listening to the exit interview. I'll be talking to Rob soon, recapping it, breaking it all down. Hope you'll check that out as well. And Talking Tribal is out too. We had a lot of fun on that one. We made up a jingle. We're just, I feel bad for the producers of Talking Tribal. I feel like I can, like, we're, we're, hard to wrangle in a way that's really really enjoyable for us so thank you for checking out all the content hope you enjoy this exit interview and i will see you on the other side hi sarah welcome to rhap thank you so much for being here and i'm so sorry to see you know the george push you down the stairs and that you gave him like ample opportunity for that metaphor no, it's my pleasure for being here. And I know I I really did that to myself, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one was on you. But there's a man named Bryce Isaiah in America who's going to be very, very upset that you were voted out. You were his winner pick. He was loving the serve, all the pink. And I think I can hear him crying from Philadelphia right now. Oh. <laughs> but I, oh. I have some questions just about your game. I feel like because we, we heard of you as like the social player and having all these relationships, who did you feel were your tightest bonds in the Villains Tribe? Well, you know what? My tightest bonds ended up being the people who voted me out of the competition. I thought that I was close with George and Simon, but I didn't actually realise that they had a big hatred towards each other. Um, And then I also thought I was tight with the girls. I thought I was part of the Spice Girls. Um, But turns out I really wasn't, and I was actually quite oblivious um, to their schemes and their alliances. Yeah, I mean, we see Shawnee and Liz specifically saying to George, who wants to keep you at first, that you're not with them and that you're a swear and, and they really push to take you out. So I was listening to you with Khan and you really seem to to care about that relationship with them. So did that surprise you? And why do you think that might have been? It did surprise me. Uh, I think because there were so many days we spent together and George had the conversation with me like, um, I trust you, you trust me, let's get through this competition together, I have your back. But I think because I was also working with Simon, that made me the swayer because I was in the middle. And I thought game plan was to be friends with everyone. That way everyone could trust me. I could be behind the scenes. No one saw me as a threat. But at the end of the day, I was seen as a threat because I was with pretty much everyone and no one actually knew if they could trust me or not. So it was a shock that the girls and George decided to vote me out. But I Looking back on it now, I totally get it because I was working quite close with Simon to get rid of George. So if it was George, if I was George, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. What about for like Liz and Shawnee in particular, because you weren't coming for them, you know, you were coming for George, so that's very fair. You wrote his name down, but they in particular, like it felt like there was like a girl thing there that kind of got cut off at the knees. Yeah, I think um, because they saw the way that I was performing at challenges and that I really gave it my all and would do whatever it takes to win, I guess they saw that as a threat um, and they saw me getting really close with the boys. I think they wanted it just to be a girl's thing, but then they saw me getting close to everyone else too. And that's when the girls are like, "Mm, you know what, I don't actually think I can trust Sarah. And on top of that, I'm good at talking my way into things Mm. um i guess at the end of the day that was um too much of a risk for them yeah how did you see the hierarchy of the villains like now that we've had a couple of weeks to see it play out was there any way that you saw like the real structure and the dynamics there 
Look, being there on Survivor and seeing it on the TV is completely different because you have no idea those private conversations and those confessions are happening. The hierarchy that I saw was Simon. And then I also thought that all of us were working with Simon. I didn't realize that George was actually on top two and it was George versus Simon. And he had control of the girls and he had control of everyone else. Um, and it was even shocking to hear that Geordie wants to work with George. Um, and he admitted that in his confession. And I, that was pretty shocking for me. So the way I thought it was working at camp, it, it, it's not how it was actually going. Mm, always those extra layers, I'm sure. I mean, then there's your version, there's everyone else's version, then there's the edit version. So maybe none of those are the pure truth and it's an amalgamation of all those things as well. But what what about George? You know, you he said you were his royal subject. You said you're the only royalty here. You seemed really gung-ho on getting him out the whole time. Like it felt like that was really consistent for you. What about George made that such a sticking point for you? Yeah, so I will admit getting rid of George was something I wanted to do from the get-go. Um, we didn't really see eye to eye, and I guess that's because um, I know what he's like. I know that he lies and he cheats to win, and that's not something – that's not who I am. So that's why I built that really great relationship with Simon over getting rid of George. And George figured out that I was just being friends with him um, to keep him sort of in my eye. So I, I was in the loop at all times. Um, so George figured that out. He said I was his subject. I wasn't. I wanted him gone. I was the only royalty. I wanted to be the queen and the king <laughs> can leave. Um, so pretty much George, because he is such a king at the game, he figured me out and I didn't think that he would have. Was there anyone in the tribe that you didn't get along with? Because we know you were such a social player and had so many friendships. Was there anyone from the beginning that you didn't mesh with as well? Not really. I went in telling myself no matter who they are, how old they are, or the differences that we might have, I need to get along with everyone to survive in this game. So even though I found that George was the most annoying human on the camp as he talks about politics 24-7, I really tried to get involved and um, respond to him and be like, oh, really? No way. That's so interesting. Um, but at the end of the day, he worked me out and that didn't end up benefiting me. So if George had gone here, which looked like it was close to happening, you wrote for George, and if like Simon and Geordie are with that and, and their people are with that, where do you think you would have gone next? Would you have liked to really keep working with them? But that obviously would have been against the girls. Would you have tried to get someone maybe on the outer out? Like, did you have any thoughts of where you would be targeting someone next? Of course, of course. You're always thinking ahead on Survivor. And my game plan next was to continue to work with Simon because that way I've built <laughs> a trust with Simon and Geordie and Stevie and everyone in the tribe. And I know that the girls would come running to us because it's just two against the rest of the tribe. Mm -hmm. So I knew that moving forward, if George, which he didn't get kicked out, um, I would have gone back and I knew that I would have built those strong alliances with the rest of the team. Yeah. What was it about like Simon and Geordie that really drew you to them in a relationship standpoint? Yeah. Well, I, I knew where they were sitting on the hierarchy. I knew that they were running the camp. And I knew if I stick to them and build a relationship with those boys, that they would keep me safe. And 
think about it, they're returning players. So when it gets to tribe swap or when we're we're just by ourselves and we need to survive, I know that people are going to want to get rid of them over me because they're returnees and I'm a newbie. I'm this nice little girl that sticks in the background that no one knows is there. But at the end of the day, they did know that I was there um, and it really did backfire on me. Yeah, I'd love to take it all the way back to the first vote. You seem really to be pushing, like, we're villains, we want to read the votes. Um, And when Anjali spoke to my colleague, Mike, she said that she felt really, really close to you. There was like kind of like a maternal relationship that she had with you. And so I was wondering why you felt like so set on reading the votes and getting Anjali out or if there was like a connection there or what your viewpoint was on that. Yeah, it it really hurt. Um, Me and Ange talk almost every day still. She was a mother figure for me. She is someone who I just felt so safe with and comfortable with. And I know when we were having those conversations on the beach um, and they were telling me, Ange, I was like, oh, no, can we maybe pick Mimi? Can we pick someone or Stevie? Let's just keep Ange Mm. because I felt really comfortable and safe. But then I knew, Sarah, the only way you're going to survive is by gaining the tribe's trust. So that's why I was pushing for it because I wanted to show them that I am here to support them. They can trust me. Let's get rid of Ange. Um, And I didn't want to be seen as a pushover. So if I, oh, let's just keep Ange, come on, they wouldn't take me seriously and they know that they couldn't trust me. So that's why I pushed for it. And it came with real big regrets. When Ange left, there was like a piece of me that left. So it was really upsetting, um, but we still speak every day almost and we still have a really good friendship. Yeah, I'd love to have seen more of that relationship. What about someone like Michael who goes there in that second tribal council? Obviously, George is another, I see your facial reaction, George is another target there. What was your perspective on Michael going home there? I was, I will admit, I was very happy. He was very much an outsider. And he was an outsider because we found he wasn't pulling his weight in the challenges. He wasn't offering to help, um, even with the shelter and cooking. He was just too busy being intense, trying to get people on his side, looking for idols from the get-go. It was too much. Um, We wanted someone to support the tribe, someone that's going to help us win challenges, and that just wasn't him. Um, And on top of that, yeah, just he was just too pushy. So I was more than happy to send him home over George or anyone else because he just wasn't gelling with the tribe. So at the end Mm. of the day, if you're not gelling, you're getting kicked out. Yeah, we do see you stand up for George at that tribal council about the challenge and about like whose fault it was that the villains had lost. Was that a tribal council decision as shown with Michael going or was it more before tribal council for you that you were all wanting to send him out? Mine personally personally was pre-made before tribal council um, because I just I didn't feel comfortable with mm-hmm. Michael there. Mm-hmm. Him, it's that takes me a, a lot to say. I'm very understanding of people, but he was just too much and it made me feel really uncomfortable. So for me, I was happy and I knew my decision before getting to tribal council um, that he needs to go because we need people who we can trust, not make us all feel anxious and intense because it's already intense enough. We're not eating, we're not sleeping, we're completing challenges and we don't need someone like that making us all feel uncomfortable. Yeah. What about someone like Mimi who goes there and it seems like it's Mimi or Stevie as options? Did you have much of a perspective on who you wanted to go between those two? 
Yeah. Again, Stevie was a father figure for me. So I had oh, Angela. You had a whole Stevie. family. I did have a whole family. <laughs> I felt really comfortable. So I tried to defend Stevie because he was amazing with starting fires. I mean, he kept me warm every single night. He would give me his scarf to keep me warm. So I knew I could trust him and I knew he had a good heart. As for Mimi, um, the whole cookie jar, not being able to trust her. Um, she would say some random things, um, that we didn't agree with. And you would have seen that in tribal council when she's talking about loyalty and she's going at Stevie. That's when I got defensive because Stevie is a dad for me. And when she went at Stevie, I thought, all right, Mimi needs to go home. Mm -hmm. And so you, you alluded to it before, obviously being there half newbies, half returnees, no returnee has been voted out of the game to this point. Did you really feel that out there? Like as, as newbies are going home and by your hand as well, because you're part of that power group that are taking them out. But were you noticing like, wow, the returnees on either side are, you know, sticking around and how was that like affecting your game, that divide? Yeah, it, it was really nerve wracking and it can send anyone crazy because you know that the returnees are working together and you know that they know the game to their best ability. And us newbies, we're learning as we're going and we're not understanding the conversation that's happening on the down low. Um, and because the returnees know of each other from different seasons or the same season, um, they were a lot closer. They could bond over things. So they were sort of just getting rid of the um, newbies because they don't know what their game plan is. They don't know what they're going to do, but they just couldn't trust the newbies. So I feel like that's the reason that we were all getting sent home. Mm-hmm. And what do you attribute it for you going home? Is it Was it having those like different conversations and relationships like as we saw like everyone can kind of work with you but then it's kind of like no one can work with you if if they can't feel that trustful of it exactly so I was one of those people that everyone um could work with I was kind I would help everyone out but also I yeah wasn't a best friend I wasn't someone that they connected personally and emotionally with um and when you can't trust someone completely of course, you're going to send them home. So that was probably my biggest regret Regret was not getting personal with them and really getting them to trust me and make those strong alliances. Again, I was just friends with everyone. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you pick your alliances, your strong um, alliances over just someone who's nice. Yeah, well, I mean, in terms of being friends with everyone, I love the vibe of the villains camp. I'd love to know what it was like because it's chaos and it's scary and people are looking through things and all that. But then it seems yeah. so fun. Like all of the secret scenes, there was a great secret scene where you're teaching them to walk like Miss Universe and then Fraser has an yeah. auction super, uh, secret scene. It's all just so fun. Like, was it fun and playful out there or, or did the chaos come through? It was so fun and so playful. We were all very much alike, most of us, but... When it comes to tribal council, that's when things change. We all love each other. We're getting along. We're having fun. As soon as we lose that challenge and we're heading to tribal, that's when things just get intense and you're not friends with anyone. And you're scrambling around trying to figure out you're paranoid. You're watching people have conversations. You're walking into those conversations and they're changing the topic. So it generally sends you crazy. So I understand how Michael lost his mind because it is intense. You can see people talking about you and you can't do anything about it. Yeah. I mean, it looks crazy. I, I, I still do want to hang out in villains camp. I have to say it looks so fun. I have to ask about the best walk in your professional opinion. 
other than yourself, who from Villains Camp really can make a run at some sort of title here? Oh, gosh. You know what? The boys did so, so well. Um, the the girls did tend to sexualize the walk a bit, and that's not what us beauty queens are about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, honestly, um, I reckon Geordie absolutely smashed oh it, especially with the kiss. Um, very unique, and I may be a bit biased because he's another Miss Australia. So, but mm-hmm. you know what? All of them are so so fun to be around, and it it there's a lot of time spent on camp. So anything to get our mind off of it, you're just so appreciative of. So things like that made the camp really really fun and less intense. Yeah, that was a great scene. I wish that they put it on air, but that was a, a special secret scene. I tweeted that one out because it was a lot of fun. I have to ask last question. Would you play again if the opportunity came? I definitely would. I feel like you need to do it once to be able to figure out the game. You may think you're prepared going into it because you've studied it mentally, physically, you've worked hard, but you don't truly understand Survivor until you're there. So I definitely feel like I would have to go back and to truly understand it and and play the game that I was supposed to. Yeah, I mean, I said last question, but were you much of a fan before? Like, had you seen a lot of it and or did you like study up to, to go on a lot? Yeah, when I when it first came out, Survivor, me and my parents would always watch it religiously. I sort of left it for a bit and then I've been watching the new seasons. Um, I was studying the new seasons to see how much it's changed. I mean, from the first couple of yeah. seasons now... The social game is completely different. So I made sure that I really studied it. Um, It may have not worked perfectly for me, but it was still such a wonderful experience and I did end up studying it religiously um, and comparing it to the old Survivor to the new one. Yeah, for sure. Well, hopefully we'll see you back out there teaching more people to walk, maybe in vain, but you, you were trying your best with it. It was great to see you on the show and thank you so much for the chat today. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. There you have it, everyone. Yeah, I hope that you enjoyed that exit interview. I will say that secret scene. Go check out the secret scene of the uh, Miss Universe walks. It's on the channels on YouTube and on 10 Play. There's some really fun villain secret scenes this time. And I thought Sarah was a really great time. So it was awesome to chat to her. Thank you for listening to the exit interview. Hope you'll check out the recap. Hope you're checking out Talking Tribal. Follow me at Shannon Gates. Subscribe to the International Survivor at Hapub's feed. Always really appreciate your ratings and reviews. Thank you everyone for the kind words as well over the last week. Your support means the world to me. And I just thank you so much for being on the journey, listening to this content and yeah, being along for the ride. We're two weeks in and I'm really enjoying it. So thank you so much. And I will see you on the recap. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.